Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. What should Christians learn or understand about the teachings of the prophet or false prophet Muhammad, as he may be? Today, we interview Dr. Mateen Alas, who has written two going on three important books on this topic. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a returning guest and fan favorite, Dr. Mateen Alas is an educated man, a former pastor, and earned his PhD in New Testament studies, but he's also the son of a Muslim father. And now Mateen Alas has written two going on three important books, including The Teachings of Jesus and Muhammad, and Understanding the Quran, and I'll let him announce the title of your new forthcoming book. Mateen, what is it? Thanks, Dr. Chaps. The new book is going to be called Fairy Tale Islam. Fairy tale Islam, not, not controversial or anything. <laughs> uh, but, but why do you use that word? Well, I use the word because uh, Muslim apologists and the mainstream media are painting a faulty picture of Islam uh, in a, on a lot of different fronts. <coughs> uh, acting as if Islam indeed is a religion of peace, as if it is uh, pro-women, uh, as if it is uh, actually in the lineage of the Judeo-Christian tradition. Uh, whereas in reality, Muslim sources themselves argue the exact opposite. So what I'm going to do in the book is present the fairy tale image of Islam that the media uh, likes to portray, and then go to Muslim sources to say, what exactly do the Muslim texts themselves say about this particular theme? Okay, so you're not saying or arguing that, that Islam as it was written by Muhammad and, and the original interpreters, uh, that their religion is a fairy tale. You're saying the left-wing media is creating this fairy tale as if it's some peaceful religion that respects women, when in fact it's the opposite. Exactly right. They're, they're putting a false front on the religion, so it looks good. But when you dig behind the scenes you, and you find the reality, it's anything but a fairy tale. So Muslim scholars may not be offended by your book because they, they want to preserve the original intent of what Muhammad was trying to teach, which is what? Well, what Muhammad was teaching was that uh, Islam is a religion of uh, portraying worship of only one God. Uh, that's not the big issue. The big issue is that Muhammad said anyone who disagreed with him and his portrayal of God, of Allah, as we find in the Quran, uh, anyone who disagreed with him uh, was uh, to be sidelined or at, at worst put to death. That's the big issue. Interesting, so it teaches uh, more of an authoritative, totalitarian version of religion, which is why we see totalitarian governments, especially in the Middle East, declaring jihad or war, not just against Israel or America, but, but all different beliefs. That's true. Uh, Islam and Christianity of all the world religions are uh, the most uh, outward looking. Both uh, have the commandment to seek to 
change the world and to bring the world uh, under their banner. Uh, for Christianity, it's, uh, Jesus commands us to go and preach the gospel to all nations, go and make disciples of all people. Uh, but without we do violence. So, without violence. We do so by uh, uh, inviting people to come and experience God's love in and through Christ. In Islam, uh, the message is uh, come to Islam and submit uh, voluntarily, otherwise we will force you. Well, you write this book, The Teachings of Jesus and Muhammad. Uh, let me push back a little bit because the, the, the secular leftists today say, what about the Crusades? Didn't Jesus command his followers to kill people and, and conquer you know, uh, with armies? Well, anyone who's ever read the New Testament in Jesus' words knows that that's not the case. Uh, and the church has a number of times in its history uh, done evil uh, and done evil in Christ's name. But the significant difference with, with uh, the church and Islam is that when Christians come to their senses and realize that they've done evil in the name of Christ, they repent of that and try to make it right. But in Islam, when Muslims pursue jihad, there never is, uh, is any thought of uh, repentance because jihad is exactly what they're called to do by Muhammad and his God. So what did Muhammad teach with regard to jihad? Muhammad taught that uh, uh, when the Muslim armies go out uh, to new territory, they are to pause at, at dawn uh, before they enter a city to hear whether the call from the minaret comes, the call of the muezzin uh, for prayer. If they hear that prayer, then they realize, okay, this town or city already is Islamic, and so they move on to the next village. If they don't hear that, uh, then they command the people to uh, come to Islam, to bow before Islam, become members of the religion. If they refuse to do that, then Muhammad said, uh, put the sword to, the, to their neck. So it's, that's pretty clear. Wow, so as a matter of religion, um, there's no separation of church and state. It's like one church, Islam, is the government it, and it has the swords and it has the army and it conquers people. That was how Muhammad originally envisioned it to be. What, do, what does the left-wing media want to say that religion is today compared to that? Well, my own personal belief is that the left wing in the United States uh, is doing everything it can to undermine Christianity. Now, if there was no Christianity <coughs> and the left wing media still existed and Islam was encroaching upon a, uh, a leftist political environment here in the United States, I think the left wing media would, would turn instantly against Islam. But because its main priority is to try to undermine Christianity, uh, the left-wing media is willing to partner with Islam because Islam also wants to undermine Christianity. So it's a marriage of convenience for now. They think that if they can destroy Christianity, uh, then from the ruins they can devise uh, their new, their, uh, new empire. Uh, for Islam, that means they'll do, in, they'll do away with the left-wing media. The left-wing media, I think, rather naively thinks that they can somehow overcome Islam on their own. Wow. So it's a partnership of two extremes, right? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well, the leftists think that Islam is their friend because they hate Jesus too. But the problem is when Islam takes over, they will kill the left-wing journalists. <laughs> so uh, be careful who you partner with. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, how does Muhammad teach we should treat women?
Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN news. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org. And we'll process your request right away. God bless you. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-ObeyGod, again that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Mateen Alas, who has written three important books, one of them still coming up, but this one is Understanding the Quran, a quick Christian guide to the Muslim holy book. You can get these through his website, VOPG, is it dot org? Dot org. VOPG, like Voice of Preaching the Gospel, V-O-P-G dot O-R-G. What is a quick Christian guide to the Muslim holy book? Is there a Christian interpretation of Islam? No, the, the purpose of the book uh, was to, uh, to be a primer for Christians on what the Quran contains and how Muslims use the Quran as a, a comparison to the role of the Bible in the lives of Christians. Uh, I, we wanted to make sure that uh, Christians didn't just assume that the Quran is like the Bible and that it's used in the same way for Muslims that Christians use the Bible. Okay, so there are basic things that Christians ought to understand, not that we're going to agree or be discipled by Muhammad, but what should we know about his teachings? Well, Muhammad was uh, a product of his times. He was a seventh century Arab, uh, raised in a polytheistic environment. Um, and so imported into the Quran are necessarily elements of, from his background. Uh, while most of his uh, tribe, the Quraysh tribe, uh, were polytheistic and Muhammad came preaching this message that there's only one true God, uh, there was a, a great deal of conflict that arose uh, among them. Uh, Muhammad, uh, still as a minority within his tribe, tried to persuade them uh, peacefully to uh, turn to Islam. Failing that, he was run out of Mecca and he uh, then resituated in Medina, about 200 miles north of Mecca. There he accrued a lot of followers around himself, and that's where his religion moved from being uh, a peaceful uh, wooing of others to a militaristic conquest of others. Part of the method of evangelism by sword, I'm gonna call it that, has to do with 
Muhammad's direct teaching about women and polygamy and expansion. For, for example, I've read in some of his uh, original writings that Muhammad not only uh, had multiple wives, but encouraged Muslim men to have up to four wives. And so what that does, that, that increases the birth rates of children, because one of them is gonna be pregnant all the time probably. Uh, and so Islam is multiplying more rapidly through childbearing than other religions. Well, what that causes is a shortage of women. You know, if you two, three generations later, you have all these, you know, hungry, the, the same 50% men, 50% women, the same birth rate, but you have less women available to be married later. So you have all these young, hungry, sexual men who want to get married and they can't because the women have been married four women to every one man. That causes the men to have a zeal to go somewhere else. And, and, and does Muhammad encourage it? When they go somewhere else with their sword and they're conquering other cities, to claim those women as their wives in slavery? Well, that's a great question. I think Muhammad didn't live long enough to en envision uh, that problem of a, a lack of uh, females available for his soldiers. But certainly, uh, the Islamic teachings, uh, the Hadith traditions that are written about Muhammad that are considered uh, only second to the Quran in terms of their authenticity and authority uh, in the Hadith, Muhammad uh, is uh, portrayed as encouraging his followers to, to take the women of the cities after they're conquered and either to make them their wives or to uh, make them their slaves. Uh, the Quran, most people don't know this, but the Quran allows for and indeed encourages sex slavery, that uh, the soldiers the victorious soldiers are able to, to take women and make them their slaves. Uh, Muhammad has no problem with that. He even encourages that, and he does it himself. So in this way, not only do they kill the men of, of other religions, but they enslave the women and they multiply and have even more children, up to four women per man. Uh, it, it, is Islam growing exponentially by population today compared to Christianity? Well, uh, you know, statistics are awfully slippery things. So the, the Muslim claim is that Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world. Um, but what Muslims do is they count by birth rate. They don't count by conviction, uh, nor do they uh, subtract those who go out the back door. So the, the figures that you often hear about uh, uh, Islam and the number of people or the percentage of the world population that is becoming Muslim is, uh, is rather artificially inflated, I think. Okay, but some of their own political leaders, uh, I read, for example, before his passing, Qaddafi had said that the world will become Muslim, not necessarily by war or sword, but just by growth of the child population. Yeah, yeah, population jihad. Uh, we see what's happening in, in Europe today. It's, Europe is a perfect uh, crucible that's showing how Islam is growing both by immigration and by birth rate because the birth rate of the natives in Europe uh, is, is not even at a level that would sustain uh, the, the normal population. Uh, but the, the birth rate among Muslims is typically four or five times that of the native population. And meanwhile, Western liberals, including in majority Christian nations, maybe even America, 
the leftist media and propaganda and politic of the day is in, encouraging more abortions and less childbearing and more birth control and, and Christians should not have babies uh, compared to my grandparents' generation which had you know uh, between eight and 12 children in the home. Today's American population is barely at replacement level. European levels, uh, birth rates are not at replacement level except if you're Muslim. I just read an interesting statistic, Japs, that says that uh, in Germany, uh, the number of uh, of the number of uh, new citizens annually, over 50% are Muslim, that are coming into the country and becoming citizens. So, uh, uh, Germany is just at kind of at the forefront of this transformation uh, of the uh, Islamization of Europe. It's happening. If nothing is done to change that, the momentum is going full force in that direction. There you go. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Matina Loss will explain the teachings of Jesus compared to Muhammad. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. 
My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Mateen Alas, who has written many books, including The Teachings of Jesus and Muhammad. You can get all of his books, including the one that's just upcoming, Fairy Tale Islam, when you visit vopg.org. It's like Voice of Preaching the Gospel, right? vopg.org. Dr. Alas, I'm curious uh, if there were side-by-side -side teachings of Muhammad, which we've just discussed, and, and Jesus, how would Jesus encourage us to treat women? <laughs> well, obviously there's a vast difference. One of those ways is seen uh, in uh, the account given in uh, John chapter 8 of the woman who's caught in adultery. Everyone remembers the story. She's caught, she's brought to Jesus. Uh, a crowd gathers and the elders say, uh, what, what should we do with her? We know what the law tells us, she, she should be stoned. What do you say? And they're trying to uh, set up a, a horn of uh, a dilemma. It's Jesus a trap. Cut, yeah, it's a trap. And uh, uh, Jesus' response, of course, is let uh, he among you who is without sin cast the first stone. And they all drop their stones and walk away. Wow. And then Jesus says to her, where, woman, where are your accusers? And she said, they've all left. And then Jesus says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. There's a parallel account in... And, and ironically, Jesus could have condemned her because he was without sin. He could have been the first one to cast the stone, but he chose not to. He chose in, not to. In his mercy. Because that's the heart of God, mercy, rather than judgment. Uh, in Islam, uh, the penalty for adultery is death by stoning. Uh, and there's a case where... They still do that today? They still do in some areas. Uh, in Afghanistan, they certainly do. In Iran... They, uh, they have in Iraq, outside of the government areas they do. But in this case, a woman is brought to Muhammad and uh, she confesses that, that she committed ad adultery. Uh, and Muhammad shoes her away uh, at first, but she comes back and she, she has a child, the fruit of her adultery. And Muhammad says, well, uh, let's wait and uh, suckle the baby until the baby is, uh, uh, has been weaned. Uh, and then we'll decide. And so that happens, and the woman comes back, and they say, okay, what, what should we do with this woman? And Muhammad says, stone her. That's the law, stone her. And so she ends up being stoned. So- uh, Not the same as what Jesus did. <laughs> exactly <laughs> not, it's the opposite. Muhammad uh, follows very closely with uh, Judaism in that both Islam and Judaism are uh, religions of law. Uh, legal religions. And so Muhammad has no authority outside of the law uh, to make any decision. Jesus, however, is Lord over the law. And he knows the true intent of the law because he's the one who instituted it in the first place. And his heart makes it clear that mercy trumps judgment uh, when there is repentance, especially. So you were 
born to a Muslim father and you spent 10 years of your childhood in Saudi Arabia uh, and, and you've probably had to learn a lot of uh, Islam when you were growing up. Why did you come to Jesus? Well, uh, with, as with most Muslims, I knew almost nothing about Jesus, even though I had access to the West where many Muslims uh, in my, my age range didn't. Uh, so I ended up uh, surrounded by a number of Western friends, Christian friends, who when I learned more about their life with Jesus, I started to ask them questions and they said to me, read the Gospels for yourself and there you'll learn about who uh, Jesus really is. Because I had some understanding of Jesus from Islam, but the Jesus of Islam is uh, an imitation Jesus. He's a pale imitation of the real thing. And so I read the Gospels for myself and when I concluded, I sat down, took me three days just to read through the four Gospels uh, without rush, just to try to absorb what I could. And I emerged from that period saying, I've never come across anyone like this Jesus. And if he were alive today, I would go find him and ask him if I could follow him, if he would take me as a student. So just reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, actually turned on a switch for you and you began to follow Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Wow. We have just two minutes left, but somebody out there is watching and they're curious, or maybe they know somebody who's Muslim who needs to get a copy of your books. Uh, would you remind us the website, but then encourage them and close us in prayer? Sure. Well, our website is vopg.org, Voice of Preaching the Gospel, initials.org, and you can find the books there, or uh, they're available on Amazon as well. Uh, and uh, our ministry exists to try to reach the Arabic-speaking world, uh, the Muslim and uh, Orthodox Christian Arabic-speaking world, and make sure that people have a chance uh, to read the Gospels for themselves, to, to get the Scriptures in their own hands and to learn about who Jesus is and what a difference uh, He can make in your life and indeed in the whole world. Um, uh, that's our goal and that's our hope. So I would be delighted to pray for you. Uh, gracious Lord, uh, we know that this world is in dire straits. Uh, every, every direction we look, uh, we see problems, but especially, Lord, in the Muslim world, uh, we see uh, so much violence, uh, so much anger, so much uh, hatred, so much fear. And Lord, uh, you've placed it on our hearts to love others. You've called us uh, to be your witnesses and to extend a hand of, of love and care to those around us. So Lord, we, we pray, especially for those who may know Muslims, uh, or for those who, as Muslims, even today, may be watching this program. And we ask you, Lord, to open their hearts, to unlock uh, what has been uh, hidden away, and uh, uh, expose, Lord, the softness and tenderness of their hearts to your love, to your message of truth. Uh, may you bring many out of uh, darkness and out of uh, slavery to fear and to legalism and bring them into the light and life and love of your gospel. Uh, gracious Lord, none of us can come to you by ourselves. Uh, we need your work, your Holy Spirit uh, in our hearts. So we pray, Lord, pour out your spirit upon the Muslim world. Pour out your spirit upon those who are chained in darkness 
and set them free and grant them hope, grant them faith, grant them victory in your name. We pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and visit his website, which is vopg.org. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.